Hey sister, hey, I am just so beyond blessed and grateful that I get to spend time with you every single week in this podcast, where we're going to grow together in our faith and in our fitness journeys. We're going to be reminded each and every week of the truth God says about us and our bodies and honoring our temples, which honors him in return right? That being the focus of our fitness journey. In motherhood, we're going to talk mom life. We're going to talk faith. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk nutrition. We're going to dive into all of that, but God is always going to be the center of it all and grace because we all know we need a lot more of that because this is hard stuff. It is hard to put our faith in fitness at the first and the forefront of our journeys in this life as mamas and as women as all the different hats we wear. I am no expert. I'm just a fellow sister in Christ that is just so freaking passionate of helping you to remember what a gift your body is and how we can treat it as a temple. Let's get it. Let's go. Another week, another podcast, another topic. I am super excited to talk to you today as usual. We're going to talk about food today. We're going to talk about meal prep. I had a large request on my social media. I asked y'all to uh, vote on a poll for me to let me know what exactly you needed help with concerning meal planning and prepping and food and nutrition and those kind of things. And the top thing that you guys chose were um, just me giving my top tips for meal prepping, like where to start, how to do it, what are my tips and tricks kind of thing. And so I'm just going to run through some things with you quickly today. And I am just, again, blessed as always that I get to share these kind of things that I have learned over the years. Um, I was a health and wellness coach for about five, five and a half years uh, with a company that I absolutely love and that I still follow to this day. There's actually a lot of confusion that I still am a health and wellness coach uh, partnered with this company, but I am not. I am truly just doing this podcast and my online ministry stuff um, out of the goodness of my heart and just ministry that I feel like God has called me to and just to do um, weekly and daily and with accountability and stuff in that online Lace with Grace community. And if you are not in there yet, I will make sure to link um, the free registration link to the online community so that you can grow in your faith and in your fitness with us and in your discipline when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to just getting in the word each day and spending that time with the Lord. Um, And I'll make sure to drop that link, like I said, in the uh, show notes so that you have it. Um, It is completely free. There are literally no no catches there. The only thing you would ever have to pay for, we do follow um, devotional studies each month or every couple months, whatever uh, devotional we are doing. Some, Some are a little bit longer than others. So we do follow a devotional together, and that's optional. It's not something that you have to do. It's not uh, required to be a part of the group, but it is something that can help keep you on task and uh, just on a like a schedule and a study, um, whether it be short devotionals or um, an actual deeper dive into scripture. But let's get into my top tricks and tips. That's kind of hard to say. Top tricks and tips for meal prepping and meal planning. I am no expert. I am not a nutritionist. I want to make sure that you are fully aware of that. I am not a dietitian. I am a nurse though. And I, like I said, was a health and wellness coach for five, five and a half years. And I followed a specific program that, and I still follow it um, kind of here and there. I'm not super like gung ho about it all the time. Like I'm not on top of it 110% of the time. I kind of do a little bit more intuitive eating and just really watching, you know, making sure I feel a certain way when I'm fueling. That's the biggest thing. There is no good or bad food. Food is just fuel. Whether you want to be fueled with good energy or fueled with um, energy that is, you know, not... I guess it's mediocre and not, not making you feel the best. Remember that food is just fuel and you want to choose your foods accordingly. 
So if you want to feel really, really good, if you want to feel energized, if you want to, or if you're in a spot where like you just, you want to feel like you're just, you're just having a down day or you're just having a moment or you're just having a, a, a time a time in the day where you just want some good feels for that moment, but you don't want to necessarily fuel, um, I don't want to say properly, but according to helping your body perform and be the best that it can be, that's fine. Having those things in moderation, like I'm, I'm like, for instance, I had a Dairy Queen blizzard yesterday. It was Sunday afternoon, had a Dairy Queen blizzard and I absolutely loved it and it was joyful and it was joy filled, but obviously it didn't make me feel fueled for the rest of my day, but that was a treat. It was a sweet treat that I wanted and having those things in moderation is very healthy and I agree that you should be having those things in moderation because it helps you have a good relationship with food. So number one, the biggest thing I see when people are trying to, when women are trying to start meal prepping, y'all get way overwhelmed. You get way too overwhelmed and you overcomplicate it and you make it very, very difficult. It is a very, very simple thing if you make it simple. If you make up your mind ahead of time that you are not going to overcomplicate it, that you are going to stick to the basics, okay, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overwhelm yourself. If you need to start off very small with just prepping your snacks, do that. I'm serious. Or just prepping your breakfast. Don't try to do it all. And I'll go into that in a little bit more. So that's my number one tip is stop overcomplicating it. Stick to the basics. Make it simple. We make it way too hard on ourselves. You make it way too overcomplicated and it, it overwhelms you and then you end up being paralyzed and not taking action. Like don't do that to yourself or beating yourself up later. Don't do that. Just make it simple. Number two, this is a big one. I buy a lot of frozen chicken, frozen chicken wings, and frozen vegetables. Now, is the fresh, fresh stuff probably better for you? Obviously. But if you are on a budget and you also want to make things super easy, I suggest getting an air fryer, first of all, um, but also buying things in bulk frozen. I buy big, big bags of chicken that are frozen. I buy big, big bags of the uh, wings and I air fry wings all the time. Yes, the skin on wings are not the best, but they're air fried. It's not like I'm deep frying them and they're not breaded and stuff. So still not the best rather than fresh chicken, but it is an easier route and it is it is a time saver. It also makes it very convenient uh, budget wise. Okay, frozen vegetables. I buy plain frozen vegetables that do not have any extra seasoning or sodium in that. Like, that's a big thing with frozen stuff. You always want to make sure that you're just buying just the plain stuff. Like, you don't need to buy stuff that has extra stuff added to it because that typically will increase your sodium content, increase things ingredients-wise that you don't necessarily want to be putting into your body. Um, and my, my other tip that I'll go into real quick, and I also buy frozen fruits because I like to mix them in some of my um, my daily superfood smoothie that I have every day that I did have for my previous company, but I still utilize them every day, even even not being a coach because I truly fully 110% agree and believe in the products and the um, ingredients that are in those supplements. I'm absolutely in love with them. I love the way they make me feel. I love the way they help with my digestion, my energy levels, all the things, my skin, all of that. Um, but when you're reading labels, my biggest tip with this, um, this is going to probably be number three then. My biggest tip with reading labels is if there's five ingredients or less, it's super clean for you. And again, I'm not, 
I'm going to quote, I'm going to make sure I'm put, saving, saving my tush here. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a physician. But five ingredients or less is what I recommend. Now, obviously, with all foods, you're not going to get that. But five ingredients or less means there's not a lot of preservatives. There's not additives. There's not um, foods or, or ingredients in there that we don't know. If you cannot pronounce the, the ingredient, it probably is a processed thing. Just going to put that out there. Five ingredients or less means that it's pretty clean. Um, it's very typically pretty healthy for you. Um, and it just makes sure there's not a lot of preservatives and additives, which cannot be, you know, very wholesome or nutritious for fueling our temples. Okay. So five ingredients or less. I don't look at calories anymore. I, I just don't. Like, obviously, if it's like 1,600 calories, that would be a red flag But for one serving. But I'm, I'm talking like I don't obsess over calories. Do not over obsess over calories. Please, 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 please. I would look more so at the sugar content. Seven to eight grams of added sugar or less in stuff is is best for you. I five is even you know better, but five five to eight grams of sugar in in a content of something um, or less is what is what I'm going to recommend. Okay, so I'm talking like um, all your your extras like barbecue sauces. I love Stubbs barbecue sauce, the original, because it, I think it has like six or seven grams of sugar in it or less. And that that's a great one to choose because it's, it's less ingredients. It's less sugar. Sodium is also another thing I look at because if you're going to have something with a lot of sodium content, that is going to make you feel bloated. It's going to help. It's going to make sure that you're, you know, holding on to water because when you have a lot of sodium, you're going to hold on to water. You're going to feel bloated. You're going to feel like, it reminds me of like when, when my wedding ring finger, when my re- wedding ring seems very tight on my wedding ring finger, I know that I probably had too much sodium or I've not drank enough water. That's typically a sign for me. So it's going to obviously increase your weight because you're holding on to water. And a lot of you may think, oh, that's fat content. You know, I've, I've gained three pounds and that's all fat. No, uh, probably a lot of it is probably sodium. So watch your sodium content on um, your nutrition labels and stuff. Um, and then obviously, so the sugar, the sodium, and the ingredients on the labels is what you should be looking at. I, don't look at the carbohydrate content. Don't look at, and don't, I mean, you can look at that stuff, but don't obsess about it is what I'm trying to say. And don't look at the calories, please. Just don't. Um, it's just don't obsess over it. Number four is my biggest tip and trick for meal prep and planning. Number four is that a lot of people think that this is going to take too much time and it's way too expensive to eat healthy. It's actually the opposite. And I've, I've witnessed this in my own life. I've talked before about my vulnerabilities with me and my husband. Like we're not, we're not exactly on the same health journeys. Um, he is a little bit more lenient in his food intake and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not bad mouthing him whatsoever, but we do not always eat the same thing. Um, we, he does not work out at all. Like I, I love fitness. That's just not his thing right now in life. And that's totally fine. But when I do make things that we both eat, it does save us time and it saves us, it saves us money because he he loves his fast food. He loves to go out to eat, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not shaming that. I'm just saying I have seen how much money we can spend on going out to eat and getting fast food and how all those little totals add up rather than if we would just eat what we have at home, what we have prepared at home. And I'll go into this too. I can probably do one whole episode on like, if you, if you would like this, please let me know. Let me know in my in my DMs or um, you can actually send a message here on the podcast as well. There's a spot, I believe, where you can send a message in. 
But if you would like me to have one whole podcast about family meals and like the struggles in navigating, you know, eating with your spouse or not eating with your spouse or how you eat healthily while having a family that doesn't want to eat the same as you. Trust me, I have a, I have a preschooler. I have an autistic kiddo who has major texture issues that literally eats like three things. And then I have my husband who actually his eating has changed quite a bit since we've been married. And like he he can feel a huge difference in how he feels by eating a little bit healthier. He, he honestly has done magnificent with it. He does eat quite a bit of the same things that I do. Not always, but quite a bit he does. Um, some of the stuff I make is a little bit different, so obviously not everyone's going to be on board with that, but he does pretty dang good. So I can do a whole episode on that if you would like me to. I'm not going to go in depth with that now because it would probably take quite a bit of this episode, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to go too far off our task here. But it is a huge money saver and it is a huge time saver because all those little expenses through fast food or going out to eat when you haven't prepped anything at home and you don't have anything available at home, all those little expenses really, really, really add up. And I've I've witnessed that myself, okay? So the time-saving thing, you think that it takes tons and tons of time on a weekend or whatever to actually meal prep. But what it actually does is like literally when I have, even just having lunches and my breakfast prepped out and ready to go, I literally grab it, put it in the microwave and I have it available. Like I don't have to spend time putting something together. It's already there. It saves you so much time throughout the week. So yes, up front, it may seem like it takes quite a bit of time, like three hours on a Sunday or you know, three hours on a Friday night or whatever it is, it may seem like it takes forever. And it doesn't even have to be that long. I do like one and a half hour meal preps a lot of time when I do meal preps. That's the other thing. I don't meal prep every single week religiously and extremely disciplined. I used to, and there are periods where I do do that, but there's other times where I just do a lot of intuitive eating, if that makes sense. And I just really listen to my body. I make sure that and I'll go into this in a little bit. I'm not going to go there yet. Segue just a second. Um, so it's a huge money saver, huge time saver over overall. If you look at the long the long run picture in the in the period of time prepping, you may be like, "This is taking so long. This is such a waste of time." It's not. It's shutting you up for your entire week, and you're able to get so much more done that you wouldn't wouldn't have had to do like cooking and preparing meals and stuff. So number five. You need to do something that is sustainable for you. If you are trying to do something super restrictive and something that is super obsessive, it is not going to be sustainable and you are wasting your time then. You need to start with something that you can actually, you know and you're confident about that you're going to be able to stick to it. Because if you can't stick to it, what is the point in spending the time and prepping the meals and doing the things if it is something that is extremely boring, something that you cannot stand? I am someone that can eat the same thing every single week over and over and over again. But that may not be you. So if you need to switch things up and have different meals available, the crock pots are amazing. Air fryers are amazing. Instant pots are amazing. And having those big batch meals so that you just have that on hand, like that's so much better for you than having snacks around and just snacking on stuff all day long or going through the drive through Soups and stews and casseroles, all of those things are super great to have on hand so you don't have to, or just having lots of chicken prep, shredded chicken for tacos or whatever it may be. Like having that stuff available for you right then and there, instead of having stuff that you can just snack on all day, is going to be so much beneficial for you later on. Um, 
in that sense of being something that's going to be sustainable for you rather than doing something and being super strict and and restrictive for a short period of time and then binging or going completely off plan because you know you were so restrictive that that's all you wanted is the other stuff that you weren't supposed to have don't do that to yourself okay number six start by just prepping and i mentioned this earlier start by just prepping one meal or one snack for the week like you don't have to prep absolutely everything that you're going to be eating throughout the day habit stack. Start small. Start prepping just your breakfast so you have that available to you every morning so you know you're going to get a breakfast because a lot of times we don't get breakfasts as moms or really busy women. Like we skip that meal, which I truly believe that that's a really important part of our day. So make sure that you prep those up, up ahead. And I, one thing that I do is I My breakfast is normally my superfood smoothie that I have every single morning, Um, but I also have had periods of time, though, that's my snack. So on those times, I've prepped just by putting my measurement of, um, and, and the program that I follow is called Ultimate Portion Fix, and I've followed this for years, and like I said, I do a lot of intuitive eating now, so it's kind of a mixture of intuitive eating plus Ultimate Portion Fix, but when I meal prep, I use measurement cups, um, and I would prep out my oatmeal dry okay put blueberries inside there and then cinnamon on top and then I would literally just add water zap them in the microwave and there would be seven of them for the week zap them in the microwave have it ready to go and I would eat that in the morning before I take my kiddos to school or whatever so that sometimes would be my breakfast or overnight oats that's a really easy one as well having five or six of those available for the week for you to be able to just grab eat them in the morning and then go super helpful Um, but start small. Okay. Don't try to do everything all at once. That is a way to get overwhelmed, especially if you've never meal prepped in your life. I highly, highly disagree with trying to do all of it at one time. You're going to overwhelm yourself and you're going to be like paralyzed from taking any action at all. Cause you're like, this is too hard. I can't do this. Start small, build your way up. Okay. Start with one meal, then add the, add the next one the next week or add the next one in a couple weeks. Like if you can do, if you can meal prep for a couple of weeks with one meal, Add, an, add another meal that you're going to prep with, okay? So just habit stack. That's what that's called. Starting with one habit, building on that. Number seven. Um, so start, when I, when, I say, when I say think simple, if you're going to do the intuitive eating or um, not really following like a measurement system or macros or anything like that, make sure that you are just thinking, okay, my main things need to be my veggies, my fruits, um, and then lean meat. So like ground chicken, ground turkey, shredded ground, shredded chicken, shredded turkey, uh, turkey sausage, like stuff like that. Lean meats, pork chops, even, um, you can have beef, but make sure it's pretty lean. Like I would say 95 to 97% lean. Um, I don't eat a lot of red meat. That's just me. I, I just feel better when I don't. I'm not saying you can't, but uh, fish is another thing that I've been eating a lot of. Cod, um, tilapia, salmon. I air, again, air fry them, put some really good seasoning on there. And it is really, really great way for me to get a big batch of meat ready and prepared. And then I have it through the week. Um, and then obviously carbs are really important as well. And I am a believer in carbs. I, they are your energy source. They break down into energy and they help your muscles repair and all those things. So really, really important to have your carbs. And that's like basmati rice, brown rice, quinoa, um, whole wheats, oatmeal, stuff like that. Those are really important things to have in your, in your nutrition and fueling your temple. I'm a big believer in carbs. So those are the main things. So if you can stick to those main things, you're good to go. That's like not, not very much processed up there. Fruits, vegetables, lean meats, and then your healthy carbs. Okay. And I actually did a post a while back on Instagram 
um, that talks specifically about what are what are good meats or good proteins to have, what are good fats to have, what are good carbs to have, and I break all of that down for you um, in that post. So if you want to go check my Instagram out at um, kels.mariecombs, I think is what I am. I think that's my handle. I'll put it in the show notes for you. I don't even know my handle. How silly. Um, but I'll put that in the show notes for you too. So you can go check out my Instagram and, and see some different resources and tools that I have there in some of the posting that I do. So that is, those, those are my biggest, my biggest tips and tricks for you when it comes to meal prep and planning. Okay. One through seven. Um, utilize these as best as you can. Remember not to overcomplicate it. Remember not to make it too overwhelming because we do that to ourselves a lot of times. It's it's not that hard. The hardest part is just starting to do it. If you can just start to do it one week, you build on two weeks, you build on three weeks, you build on four weeks. And again, I don't do meal prepping every single week religiously like I used to. I probably need to get back into that. And then weekends just be kind of my 80-20 rule that I do of, um, you know, 80% lean and then 20% fun and just whatever food I want. And that's how I, that that's a lifestyle that I know that I can stay sustainable with. So I like that a lot. Um, becoming obsessed about meal prepping is not a good idea. And I, I can go over doing that later. But there's a difference between being obsessed and being disciplined. I've talked about that on many the other episodes as well okay so it's it's okay to be disciplined every week in meal prepping if that's what you need to do that's totally fine but just make sure you're still having a very healthy relationship with food allow yourself to have some of the things that you really want to eat and treats that you really want to have have them in moderation so you can maintain that very healthy relationship with your body with food and just with honoring your temple okay If this episode spoke to you, if this was very helpful for you, if this was very um, inspiring or motivating or whatever it may be, and you feel like the Lord has, you know, provided this as a gift to you in some way, shape, or form, make sure to share it with someone else that is on this health and fitness journey with you so that you can, um, share this with them and they have this information with themselves as well because if you got something from this obviously there's another girlfriend or another mom or sister or whoever maybe co-worker who may be struggling with some of these same things with meal prep and planning and they just need and they just need a go-to on where to start if you liked this episode a lot and you want to give me some feedback as far as doing like okay Kels but how do you navigate having kids and a spouse who doesn't who don't want to eat healthier like how do you if you want those kind of content related um, podcasts as well please let me know dm me um, make sure to, you know, typically I will reply faster on Instagram than I will Facebook. So if you follow me on both those platforms and TikTok, I hardly ever get to messages. So, um, Instagram, go ahead and shoot me a DM and I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. Um, and if you want to know exactly how my meal prepping looks, I will not go into that on this episode now because that will take way too much time. And I want to make sure these episodes are like 30 minutes or less most times. Um, but I can also do that if you'd like that as well. Give me feedback on that. And I hope you have a blessed rest of your week, guys. Um, and I truly, truly love you. And I'm just so proud of you. I need you to know how freaking proud I am of you for taking the time to grow yourself by listening to this podcast and just allowing the Lord to like speak to you through me in some way, shape, or form when it comes to honoring our temples and honoring honoring our bodies so that we can become the very best healthy version of ourselves that he possibly he possibly can create and that's that's what our goal is is just to make sure that we continue allowing him to transform us in our heart and our mind and our souls and our bodies um and allowing him to do the work while we're putting in the work right we're allowing him to transform while we're putting in the work so Share this with a friend. Share this to your stories. Let me know what biggest takeaways you got from this. I hope this was a blessing to you. I will chat with you later. Bye-bye. Let's get it. Let's go.